0: Hi folks, Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Hey, I'm Chris, the pharmacist. And I'm exactly one half of the Bob and Brad uh, physical therapy channel. And we're here to help you p- to be physically fit, pain-free and healthy with what you eat. Chris is here today. He's done a ton of research on the benefits of honey and what kind of honey you should get and maybe what things you shouldn't get to get the maximum benefits. Honey is, it's just wonderful. I'm excited to get through this cause this is going to be part of my diet and I don't know what else to say, Chris. Oh, Bob's not here today, but he's going to be back, don't worry. Last time we had a guest on. Everyone, where's Bob? Where's Bob? He's fine. He'll be back. Yeah, right? don't we worry. promise. He's yeah, not he, going anywhere. He was just he's here doing some Christmas shopping. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, uh honey, Chris, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the benefits of raw honey specifically, but we'll we'll touch on the whole processing of the whole thing, so raw versus raw versus organic versus plain old processed honey.
0: So, when you go to the store, cuz I found out you got to read the labels to oh, find yeah. out what is what. And then this processed honey is maybe the least.
1: The least effective of the bunch. I mean, it all- Nutritionally uh, Nutritionally speaking. speaking. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I think the interesting thing, Brad, you know, honey has been around historically, we found evidence that it's been used by humans for 8,000 years. Sure. Not only as for food, but also for medicinal purposes. Sure. And so the aspects that we'll probably focus on more today, probably specifically be raw honey, okay. which is, honey that comes in its most natural state right out of the hive and just strained. I mean, that's, that's what this guy is here. I don't know if you guys, see. it's pretty viscous stuff. I don't know that the camera, Tanner, I'm not sure if you can see, but it, it's somewhat opaque. It's not a clear honey. If we had gotten one of those little bears in the grocery store that shows uh the golden honey that we see probably on TV and Mm -hmm. most commercials, um, you will see that that's probably a much more processed honey and that's-
0: So it's lighter in color. Lighter
1: in color, but even, well, you'll notice, you know, the honey on the end, which is a straight up raw honey. um, it's It's very light in color. So the color depends on what the bees got from their pollen, what okay. they used. The so time like, of the year, like
0: here's, these are both, yep. this is organic, this is raw, there's a little bit difference, yep. we'll talk about and, uh, it.
1: The middle one is actually a wildflower honey. Can, can so, you see that? Okay. So you will see differences when you go into a grocery store uh, that you're gonna find difference. And and the, the flavors, is as you're noting, that Brad is uh, checking out right now. They I all have find out. unique flavors amongst themselves based on the pollen that the bees, you know, took to help to create honey. So there's pollen in the honey? Yeah, specifically raw. What happens between raw and processed honey is pasteurization. Pasteurization is basically, simply put, applying heat and then also filtering or straining it or ultra straining it to get a more pure, elegant product that has better shelf life and less... Crystallization over time,
0: so it's going to last a lot longer. Yeah. Well,
1: honey, actually, is one of those unique foods that never ever spoils. Um, just kind of ne- like when we we're looking at some of the data, you know, actually, when they the story goes that when they went into Tut's tomb when they were unearthing things, they actually found King Tut. King Tut. Okay. So ancient Egypt, uh, they went into his tomb and they found a substance. They're like, they tasted it. It was honey, and I mean, it, it does not spoil. One. I hope
0: they just didn't taste it right away. Well, the
1: the, fun, the story goes is that they did taste it, and the guy got a hair in his mouth. And upon further inspection of the in the tomb, they found that there was a child perfectly preserved within the honey. The ancient Egypt, yeah, pretty gross stuff, guys, but. Honey itself is nature's probably best preservative. So the shu- the reason that it has antimicrobial, antifungal, and antiviral aspects are from the sugar content, its osmolality, and its acidity. So there's I don't know a- what the hell you're talking about. I know, I know, but it's 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 what makes honey probably nature's most perfect. So food. the sugars
0: in the honey help it be a. Natural preservative? Yeah,
1: yeah, You, if you have even like in pharmaceutical, like in and we use simple syrup and it's a 70% solution of syrup. Mm-hmm. Sugar by itself mixed with water becomes sugar water and actually it's antimicrobial. Honey naturally has all those sugars in there and keeps bacteria at bay. To date, we know of no bacteria that is resistant to honey. So you're talking about the tough stuff like E. coli. We're talking about C. diff. I mean, you're talking about a lot of strains of bacteria yep. that basically can't mount an attack to honey, which is why in some cases, and we did a video a few weeks ago about wound healing right. um, specifically, and it's because of those osmotic properties, the acidity and the sugars. So, so all kinda... you, you
0: actually put honey on an open wound to heal it is what... Yep. You're referring to, which is amazing. We'll we'll kind
1: of touch on that a little. We'll revisit that briefly. But uh, you know, so with respect to honey, so the processing is the difference. So what we see on the shelf of most grocery stores, probably is imported from China in most cases, Mm -hmm. um, it's heated. And then it actually, in many cases, up to 70% of the time has either added sugars or high fructose corn syrup. So So they pour
0: in the sugar on top of good honey.
1: Exactly. Well, the heating destabilizes a lot of the nutrients and the processing of it. So, and it might even ruin some of the flavors. So what are they, well, honey is naturally sweet. Well, you'd be really disappointed if you had kind of a bitter tasting honey. So they add sweeteners to it to maintain the appearance that it's this, Golden nectar that everybody loves to either put in their tea, their honey on their toast, pancakes, whatever you use, honey, cooking, barbecue sauce, you name it. I mean, Mm. people use it for a variety of different reasons. Um, And so, you know, to touch on it, we kind of talked briefly about wounds. You just don't take honey off the shelf and apply it to a wound. So we'll, we'll touch on that as we dive into this a little bit more deeply. But. The three examples that we have up here today, the one on the right is real thick. So that comes right out of the hive, basically. They strained it. Um, the processing of raw honey, it doesn't ever get above ninety-five degrees, which is basically the standardized temperature inside a hive. Okay. Um, so beekeepers would be able to speak about this much more effectively than I ever could, but. If you you don't ever want to microwave honey, Uh, if you ever got crystallized and you wanted to warm it up, you would take warm water and set the jar in there to get it back to a more liquid state. So like this is, as you can see, is kind of runny right now. I actually just bought this the other day. Um, But it's it's one of those things where if it did get crystallized, um, just set it in warm water for a few seconds until it gets to the consistency you want. It's Mm -hmm. safer to warm it slowly, so you have to be kind of patient with it. Sure. Because if you microwave it or put it in boiling water, the heat will destabilize all the good stuff that you have in there. Okay. So when honey is processed, and we're going back to that grocery store example, um, it's filtered and even even refiltered after that, and it gives that nice smooth appearance, there's no bubbles, and it's that, liquidy golden yeah. nectar, basically. So at that point, but with the raw honeys or an organic honey, like this is probably processed through pasteurization. The two on the ends are not at all. So they are raw and come pretty much right out of the hive.
0: So just, I know I bought this because it said organic yep. and I didn't look at it any closer. Once I start talking to you, I start looking at another one and this one has it was raw. It was, you know, yep. all the about well, as close as you could get. They scooped it right out Plus, of the hive it's close, you know, it's only about 150 miles from here is where it was actually made, yep. which I heard local honey can be better for-
1: Our body's immune systems. Yeah,
0: because of-
1: Yeah, there are some small anecdotal studies that suggest that by if you were buying honey, if you can find a beekeeper and get honey in your area, mm-hmm. it, the bees made it from the flora around you. And so, if, you know, there are some studies that suggest although an allergist will I'll tell you that allergy treatments are better but <laughs> by incorporating you know some of the pollens and things that maybe bother let's say you you get will just pick on ragweed and you're sneezing all the time yeah. you know some of the pollens that the bees pick up and bring back to the hive will contain small amounts of that sure and those elements when repeated doses of it can help to sensitize your immune system to minimize some of those allergy symptoms. Sure. Now, what an allergist does in a controlled setting, for either shots or drops, they actually systematically increase the amount of allergen okay. to sensitize you, whether it's poison ivy, poison oak, wh- whatever they're going mm-hmm. to you know, sure. mold, mildew. Cat dander, whatever, but you know, so it's not going to work for every allergy. But there are some small studies that suggest that it may be beneficial for some people. More science needs to be done, so I wouldn't take it to the bank, but it's certainly not going to hurt.
0: Right, and it's one of those things. If you're going to use honey, and you want to, you're gonna. You, it just sounds like you have nothing to lose, and. Uh, you know, no, possibly
1: mean, things to gain. It is a nutritional powerhouse. And that's, I think, one of the things that's so amazing about the substance itself.
0: Why is it so good? Because, I mean, it's all sugar. Yeah, what, what makes it's it?
1: funny, yeah, it's, it's sugar and water. So, <laughs> I mean, basically it's, it's so it's it's glucose and it's fructose. And you know, it's funny because fructose for a lot of us, and you, you hear high you know, corn syrup, high yeah, fructose corn yeah. syrup, um, is negative, but the amount of fructose that's in honey is, is pretty negligible, although it's a, it does compose a fair amount of the sugars, but when taken in a natural state like that, and in small amounts, um, not negative at all, and it because does- Because
0: it's got a lot of nutrients surrounding. Yeah, and, and yeah
1: there, I mean, there's gonna be, there's 200 different nutrients in, over 200 actually, in honey. So, I mean, and when you have raw honey, when it's processed, you lose a lot of those things. You're going to lose the enzymes, you're going to lose the polyphenols, you're going to lose the antioxidants. There's a certain level of vitamin C in there. There's all, you know, all the pollens and proteins and enzymes, they all kind of work together. You get calcium, you get zinc, you get magnesium. I mean, you get so many, it's kind of like a multivitamin in a liquid form in, in any case, but in trace amounts. So... The the magic health aspects from honey uh, occur with repeated dosing. Uh, there are controlled studies that show that it may help benefit your cholesterol profile, may benefit weight loss, may actually been with interestingly in diabetics which there's kind of an irony here, and you have and we'll talk about this in a half a second, but it may even help to improve blood sugar profile. Sure. Honey by nature is sweeter than table sugar. Yeah. But it actually carries more calories. So as a diabetic, you have to be very very careful to account for. What you're eating. I probably wouldn't go over maybe 15 milliliters, which is a tablespoonful, like per per
0: day, per day, okay.
1: Because obviously there's a cal- caloric deficit in there that you do want to account for. So particularly if you're using insulin, but uh, a type two diabetic that uses more maybe medications, although could use insulin, that um, it's actually shown there's a couple of studies out there, small sample sizes, only about 70 or 80 people, where it's actually brought bl- blood sugars down by about as much as three percent. And you know if you're just teetering over the edge, yeah you know, a small amount is not going to hurt you. And so obviously coupled with eating well and exercising, which are probably some of the biggest things with diabetes that we want to focus on, Mm -hmm. it might be something that if you work with your doctor, you might say, yeah, try it. Because if you replace sugar with honey as a sweetener, like whether it's baking or sweetening your coffee or your tea or whatever you're going to put it on your toast Mm -hmm. and jam, you know, what replacing jelly with that because jelly uses a lot of sugar. um, It's sweeter, you don't use as much, so yeah. and you'll get all the other flavonoids and antioxidants, which, when you look at it from a cholesterol standpoint, um, there are other. There's a nice study that was done in Iran. I, I, oddly, um, they took seventy people, thirty-five in a control group and thirty-five had basically they called it seventy grams of honey, so which was about sixty-nine milliliters, which is about you know four and a half tablespoonsfuls of honey per day. Per day. Mm-hmm. And so what it showed over uh eight weeks is that it, it reduced their cholesterol. It and cholesterol breaks down at HDL and LDL right. specific and triglycerides. So the triglycerides went down, the good stuff, the HDL yep. went up, the LDL went down, the triglycerides mm. were down. So it actually improved and they actually lost weight. So it was only a modest amount, but you know, yeah, percentage it's better or two. going the other way, but it, it didn't go the other way, which you would think when you're eating something inherently sweet. Mm-hmm. But they feel that the polyphenols and the antioxidants help to work within the body system to help to naturally lower cholesterol. Sure. So, and again, you know, three percent is not a magnificent number. And if you're like in the 300s or something like that, it's yeah. not going to replace some of the prescriptions, but it could be an adjunct to what you're doing with a nutritious, healthy, and exercise-based sure, lifestyle, sure, uh, it will go a long, long way to helping you. Um, you know, when we, we stem from that, you can also find that it works really well for wound healing. Um, we touched on that, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the reason that honey actually is, and has been around for thousands of years as a wound healer, is it naturally uh, contains peroxide. So actually there's glucose oxidase, which is a, a chemical in honey itself, that when it oxidizes, turns into peroxide. Peroxide is, an antiseptic, sure. so it's the stuff that makes things bubble when you have a wound. Well, when applied to certain types of wounds, and you do want to check with your doctor before you uh, treat a wound with honey, <laughs> and you don't just grab any honey off the shelf. You'd want to use either raw, but I would tell you more specifically use a medical grade honey, like you know, Meda honey, which is a Manuka honey, which is based out of New Zealand. New Zealand, right? The mm-hmm. actual that honey. What's interesting is doesn't actually turn into a peroxide. It has a different substance that makes it. More effective manuka, for human. What's manuka? It's, Plant. It comes from manuka planta. Okay. It's native to New Zealand and okay. Australia. Right. So mm. it's it's expensive stuff too, but pretty tasty. I've had some, <laughs> so it's not bad. But it's that little jar is about twenty five bucks a jar. So it's, it's if that was manuka, it was manuka. Okay. So it's pretty pricey, but um, it does work to help to so if it's for ulcers or burns, superficial wounds. It does have a place in that. So you want to you know cover it with an occlusive dressing. Right. It can,
0: well, we actually have a video yep. dedicated to that. So if you go. Bob and Brad on YouTube look up honey for wounds. Yep. That should pop right up.
1: Yeah. So I don't wanna go too deeply into it. But it's just something again, just don't buy honey off the shelf and throw it on a cut. So it's you know, it's it's not the same. But you know, moving from that, um, because of the antioxidants and other properties that are in this, they've actually shown some studies, at least in in lab settings, where it actually um, cut down renal carcinoma cells. And so- So what does that mean? So basically, Hmm. it may have some cancer fighting effects. Okay. So not to say that if you had the devastating news that you had cancer, just eat honey all the time. It's not gonna hurt you, but I don't know if it'll necessarily cure you, but it does seem to show, at least in a laboratory setting, that it can actually stop the proliferation of those uh, abnormal cancer cells. Sure. So there's a variety of different reasons for that, the you know the antioxidant aspects, the polyphenols, these things basically turn off the production of that uncontrolled growth. No the sugar content, the osmolality, the acidity stopped the growth of the cells. Yeah. So it was really kind of fascinating. So I think there's some interesting properties. A ton more research needs to be done. You can't go just willy-nilly and just say, I'm going to just gonna treat everything with raw honey. But yeah, it's certainly something that if you put it into your diet, your lifestyle, coupled with exercise, rest, eating well in general, I think it can supplement a lot of lot of things that can help us
0: yeah I, I definitely am I'm gonna start using it on my yogurt because I get the yogurt with no sugar in it yep which doesn't uh, it's, it, it's getting better I'm starting I'm starting to acclimate it. a taste to it but a little bit of honey yeah. uh, and now I found out that this honey so when I go you, you really need to look at the label make sure it's raw uh organic may or may not be the keyword but raw and then see where it's made like you know this is made up by the twin cities in minnesota yep. there was another one that was made 20 miles from here i didn't get that because it came in a plastic bottle and i personally like things that are in glass better because if you got plastic there may be that uh ph that chemical that's in the plastic. And so, uh, and that's just a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I don't it's know a what It's personal that...
1: choice and it's a preference. A lot of companies are trying to go away from that, but it's still- Away from, from the plastic? Yeah, you know, from the type of the BPH stuff. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but,
0: but you know, so anyways, and other people may have that same thing, no, but, but still I, look it over and- uh...
1: it. Well, and the other cool thing about honey too, is because it it's an energy. I mean, I, I before we go riding, I, I take a that's slug of honey. So I'll, yeah. <laughs> Straight out, yeah, I do. Before workouts, it works great. Yeah, You get your calories, it gets you moving, and actually my wife makes um, protein balls with, with peanut uh-huh. butter. And, it's, and honey. Yeah, so like post-exercise, post, post exercise, it's good recovery. And this is
0: the kind you usually get?
1: Yeah. Cool, where do you get it? Uh, I got that at the grocery store. Oh it's really, like made? specifically. Where's it made? Uh, that one's in Texas.
0: Oh really, okay, cool. Yeah,
1: so I mean, but if you wanna keep it local and support your local beekeepers, I mean, you know, look in your area. It'll Especially
0: keep, if you have allergies, it yeah, may have some know, positive effects. It comes effects. in a
1: variety of different colors, and the colors that you'll see—I mean, it can be almost as dark as black to as as kind of yellow as what Brad has on the end there. Um, it depends on the flowers that were pollinated from, mm. actually, even the time of the year. Um, so there was kind of some interesting—you know—so the amount of benefits can change from how it's harvested. So it's it's kind of interesting stuff.
0: And it's amazing. I've been tasting all these while we've been talking and there is a distinct difference. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it all, oh, sweet, it all tastes but like honey. They're but, similar, but they're different. Yeah,
1: it might be a little bit fruitier. It might be a little bit stronger. It's just like beers. You know, you yeah. get some
0: craft beers. <laughs> have a, Instead of going well, to craft beer tasting, have a honey tasting party.
1: Well, it's true. But again, you know, you notice the colors um, from a health aspect, probably the darker, the better. Sure. There are more flavonoids, more antioxidants. Yep. Those are the things that will probably help to drive the bust and improve the health quotient of of the honey that you're choosing so if you're going to choose anything i would do with a raw uh and then if you did lightly processed if you you know you didn't have an ass you know access to raw Mm -hmm. honey uh maybe hard to come by at the time of the year that type of thing but uh, the reality of it is is that raw is going to probably provide the most pound (laughs) per punch
0: and if you want to go hardcore and you have the appropriate area. Oh, there you go. Make your own honey, get some beehives, order yeah. them up, set them out in the yard and see, you know, get a little education. Yeah. That takes some practice. Uh, one
1: thing to touch on too, um, there are a couple of negative aspects with, with honey. So uh-huh. just be careful if you have a specific bee allergy, specifically oh, pollen, yeah. uh, raw honey, because it will contain pollen, could trigger an allergic oh, reaction. So you be real careful sure. with that. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't say this, you never want to give honey to somebody that's under the age of one. It says that right on the jar here. Because it can cause, you know, there are botulism spores in there. And for you or me or Tanner or anybody else that's adult aged, our bodies, our digestive tract can handle those spores, no big deal. Um, But if you're under the age of one, it it could be fatal. No honey. So no honey at the age of one. The other thing I guess I didn't talk on just because of the, the time of the year, coughing. Um, phenomenal cough suppressant. So oh. actually, there are side by side studies that say that it'll work as well as the active ingredient dextromethorphan, which is what you see in the Robitussin's, your Delsims, sure. which are you know things that I recommend for people readily. But I actually I find myself more and more telling people just grab us, you know 15 milliliters of honey, once or twice a day, and it will suppress and quiet that cough as effectively, as well. And also it soothes the sore throat. There are the antimicrobial activities. So if it's a strep throat case, it'll actually maybe help to heal a little bit more quickly if you're on an antibiotic on top of it. So a couple of good things there for honey, that particularly raw honey that helps our bodies out and that can be adopted as part of a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely, I'm excited
0: to get this into my protocol. There you go. All right, thanks for coming, Chris. We appreciate it and uh, keep your honey safe. There you go. Thanks guys,
1: (laughs) have a great day.